Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike. I am Dad and Buried, as seen on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, and every you know everywhere you want to find me. I'm there looking you, over your shoulder. You're not on TikTok, though. I'm not on TikTok Which is yet. where I'm at. I don't do the video content. I'm not so good at it. So, That's where you're here for yeah. the video content. My man Pete, my co-host. That's right. Acquaintance. Yep. Maybe this year we can, you know we can upgrade that. Maybe we can go to each other's houses one day. Well, you know what? Well, on the same day on the same <laughs> when we're not when we're not ditching each other yeah. um so yeah so welcome back happy new year happy new year what, what uh, do you have any new year's resolutions this year um no but i am in the midst of dry january right now oh. sort of started it accidentally because i didn't drink a new year's day and i was like you know what let's keep it going for a little while you, you just got so banged up well, my wife before. wanted to do it no i was up really late and i was a little okay. drunk but i wasn't like super hungover but like i was just lazy all day and i just mm. didn't go to the fridge and grab a beer and then once <laughs> that i is lazy. once i did it i kept the momentum going and uh, nice. it's been six days or after tonight if you don't keep shoving your beer in my face it'll mm. be six full days and the right. longest i've gone without a drink in, in quite a while look at you you look amazing by the way thanks man you've already li- you've wow. literally dropped well like i'm trying to lose some weight for my my appearance at the dad 2.0 summit Okay. At the end of February, you know. Is, but here's the thing: is that really I, just like a bunch of guys going out? Yeah, hey, no, it's me and you and Nate. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, tell you guys exactly. yet. Um, so, DadCon. The problem is, it's at the end of February, and if I even if I finish dry January, which let's be honest, right. it's a tall order, Nordberg. Yep. Um, I've got all of February to, you know, start drinking again and pack there all that go. weight back on. Pack it right back on. Um, happy New Year to you, yes. Nate, and your new haircut. Thank oh you. my gosh, Nate's it. a brand new man. So you may have noticed, or you didn't, maybe judging by the listener numbers, but last week we did a live on YouTube where we recorded the entire podcast live, um, and we wanted to um, thank everybody for everybody who listened to that and commented, um, and really everybody who's been listening and commenting and subscribing and rating us for the past year, almost a full year. In a few weeks, it will be a full year. This is episode, what, 48? This is 49. 49. 49, Um, We did miss a week or two. We even doubled up a week at the beginning of last year, but I guess we've missed a few more. We've missed. No, so we started ma- <laughs> late. No, we started late. That's what happened. We yeah, started at the end of January. We did, but um, we we this has really been awesome. I mean, amazing. We we love the fact that it's been you a lot guys, of fun. You guys like listening to this. We love doing it. I think that we've said this more than once that we. I think we feel cathartic after yes, it. it. Does. It was like it a, feel a collective like sigh of relief from literally it's in nice this room. To vent like, yeah, a little bit. Even though I vent everywhere nonstop mm, on all that's my actually social media channels. There's, there's times after this where we're out at the bar and we're like, Mike, stop venting. Actually, my default mode is actually Vanix, yeah. unless I'm with my family, in which I either yell or don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did want to thank everybody for sticking with us on this little bit of an experiment. Um, and the live was definitely an experiment. We may do more of those. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to do that and be more interactive with us, where we can actually like take comments directly from you guys exactly and respond in real time and it's fun we'll change the episodes a little bit um they'll be less reliant on the comments and stuff that we've gathered beforehand but if you guys are down for it we are too so let me know 2020 y'all we definitely want to thank all of our patrons um without Mm. whom frankly the past year i don't think we've been able to do whether whether the the money helped which it definitely did just kind of the it was motivational right for people like people are actually going to give us money to do this i guess we should keep doing it it's absolutely incredible I so just have to say that. We do. It's we amazing. know this can be annoying Thank sometimes, you. but we definitely want to acknowledge all of our yes. patrons, and we're going to do so right now. So if you want, hit that fucking 30 second skip, okay? <laughs> but not you, Chris Coleman. Single dad tier, Chris Coleman, coming in fucking pole position every goddamn time. Miriam, MS Babayan, thank you. Check your kids at the door, who uh, has a funny meme account. He actually made a clip 
for his Instagram of all the times I've said, check you to the door funny meme account. If you go to his account, it's a clip from our YouTube of me saying that and over and over. And now he's gonna make this a clip. Yeah, he is. And that's just gonna, just, meme, his whole account is just gonna be <laughs> clips of me saying his name. That's right. what it's gonna be from now on. Wow, M. Cedeno1980, both of those guys, incidentally, um, submitted comments for this diagnosed thing because they both okay. have kids with challenges. Um, Mallory McKenzie as well. The dad bod tier, Barbara Geiger, a.k.a. Funky Fee over in Germany. Morning Glow, Jacques Govar, Andrea Sandoval, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bosday. Forgot you last week, Dana. I'm sorry, sorry about that. Happy New Year to you and Happy yours. Father figure tier, Julie McCarthy, Joseph Diachase, and Sarge, who, is, who I think is the OG, the Sarge original OG. patron. Sarge Longest is tenured the OG. We should do something for him. We are. We just did. I said his name on air. You're welcome, <laughs> Sarge. Paula Polsky, Jennifer Wynn. Paul, you know what? I'm going to turn over a new leaf. I'm going to leave the CFL out of it this year. All right? Wow. Come up with something new. You know new. what? You've changed. Define your personality by something besides the Canadian Football League, okay, Paul? Yeah, say something incendiary. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jennifer Wynn and the world's greatest dad tier, Mary Williams and Julie oh Burton. Gosh. Congratulations to the Chiefs. We didn't actually win anything yet. They play next week, but the Dolphins propelled them to the bye, and now they don't even have to play the Patriots. They play, uh, who do they play? Not the Titans. Most people don't know the what Texans. you're talking about, but that's cool. Most people do. Paul Apolsky doesn't because he watches Canadian football. <laughs> my, I already fucking bitch. broke my resolution son of a bitch. within 10 seconds. And the My New Dad tier, Sarah, Desiree, and Monica. Thank Amazing. you very much. You guys, Wouldn't be you. able to do this without you, either monetarily or psychologically, to be honest. The boost we need every week, um, we love and, you guys. and we Thank appreciate you. it. Really do. Um, so this week we're talking about. Oh, you can become a supporter too if you want, um, with your wallet yeah. or with your words Just or with a rating us. on join Apple. Us. We join really us. need more ratings. We're trying to get to 200 by spring. Yeah. Right. We're at 156 by, by, by Feb. Um, so yeah. So this week uh, a little bit more serious episode. We're talking about diagnosed. So Pete and I both have kids with um, challenges. Um, that we're going to talk about a little bit when we come back from the break. And then we're going to get into your comments where you guys have been brave enough uh, to share some of the challenges that you and your kids face um, and how that makes kind of parenting just a little bit of a trickier wicket. Yeah. Stickier Sticky, wicket. Stickier wicket. Stickier a, wicket. That's a good one. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, just really all it does is just make it more challenging than it already. A challenging job, even more challenging in different ways. But we'll get into that in a minute. Thanks for joining us. All right. All right, so we're going to get right into it this week, guys, because we a lot of, got a lot of great comments from you about um, Diagnosed, which is the name that Pete is really excited to call this episode. I'm super excited. You love it. You're super it. psyched. Yeah. The reason we wanted to talk about it is we each have a particular reason, right? So my kid, Detective Munch, my nine-year-old, about a year and a half ago, a little bit less than that, was diagnosed, see, mm -hmm. with uh, ADHD attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and we went to like the child child brain institute okay may or not be called and it's like it's like very science-based it wasn't just a doctor Ooh, diagnosis this a museum this wasn't a, this was, I'm not being no no it's just like researchers and like phds literally trying and to stuff. be humorous but i realized i should right you shouldn't yeah. you, the, he, he went like six times they do all sorts of tests uh, they do like okay. cat scans and yeah. all this shit um just because it's like free and if you like qualify you can just be involved for right. research purposes and all that stuff but they also at the end give you the diagnosis and all this shit right mm -hmm. so like a lot of times when i write about his adhd which i've done on my instagram somebody would be like are you sure it's not this or that i'm like yeah like we didn't go to like a cook 
I mean a kook. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go to a cook or a kook, an un- unqualified cook. Okay. Um, and we, it, it actually was like a very intensive before he was diagnosed with it. Right. And it makes a lot of sense, all the shit added yeah. up, which we knew beforehand, right. which I think is the case with a lot of parents who have like a, befa- a kid with a behavioral disorder. Like a lot of times you, you see you, the signs. You had, a, you had, an, uh, we had inkling an inkling that something was going on. We had an inkling you, that something then, was going and on. And then you found, the, how did you find this resource? Like, I don't remember. Um, I think a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. So our school that we go to is like an all-inclusive. They're very much about intermingling. I can't remember the term they use for it, but intermingling kids who have behavioral issues or right. IEPs right. or disabilities, all that stuff, all, all in the general class, classroom. Yeah, yeah. And they have yeah. a bunch of paras with them. And right. I remember the first time I went for a, a conference there, there were like six teachers in there. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. When I was a kid, you go in and Mrs. Sullivan was sitting there and talk to your parents. Right. There were like six teachers, right? Mrs. Sullivan isn't there anymore. Kid, no, exactly. Kids will have dedicated paras for them to, right. if they have this, right, right, right. you know, bigger issues and others, whatever, it's all together. So, a lot of resources at the big network at the school, other parents or teachers and all that stuff will help you. And I think that's yep. how we found out. I think the Healthy Network Child Brain Institute, I can't remember okay. the name of it. Um, but I've written honestly about my challenges in being a dad to a kid with ADHD, yeah. which has been, I mean, I'm a pretty shitty parent to begin with. I yell too much. I have a really short fuse. I have no patience. Um, and the biggest challenge with this shit is, is a lot of the behavior you think you can discipline out of the kid or like right i'm he, you know we're not being strict enough on him he's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when in reality his brain is wired differently and he doesn't respond to right. things he certainly doesn't respond to yelling right um it activates the fight or flight thing and all yeah. this shit happens and a lot of times anxiety comes along with adhd a bunch of people mentioned when, anxiety when you brought him in were you hoping that he would be diagnosed so i wrote like were you hoping that i wrote a blog at least post I like, wrote a blog post that yeah. said my kid has ADHD and it's a relief. Yeah. Like understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. like finally. why. Yeah. So my finally, wife has, you know, finally he's not just a problem. blank. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Right? Yeah. So my wife has multiple sclerosis. Multiple okay. sclerosis. Is, you know I know I'm bragging about my really, wife's MS. <laughs> get it. You've got all the But issues. for years she was going to doctors who like they're very reluctant because it manifests differently in everybody. Right, it's right. it's really hard to nail the pathology and figure out what it is. It can be all sorts of shit. Yeah. These autoimmune disorders can manifest in all different ways. So she went to uh, at least one doctor for a long time who was like would never give her the diagnosis, would never say that's what it was. It's a neuropathy, it's something, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's very frustrating. Now she goes to one a neurologist who who's like, knows Damn, and nails you got, it. You got really, the yeah. frustrating part with that is he sees really hard cases. So when he's, even though she'll be struggling, he'll be like, oh, that's nothing uh, for other, like other for side. what he's yeah, seen. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, it's a big deal for me. Right. Anyway, for her having that nailed down and like, is, this is what it, it is. Now you can manage it. Hang your yes. on and you have to like, a, yeah, a, deal with it. a problem that you right. can take on rather than this amorphous thing that you don't know what's right. wrong with you. Cause the same I mean, with the kid. It, you know, my wife has an autoimmune disease as well. Mm-hmm. So Look at us, man. Synergy. Yeah. Hashimoto's perhaps you've heard of <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I have heard of it. Okay. You know what? Pregnancy is such a bitch. It is. It like all of a sudden she's like, here, you have a disease now. Yeah. And, and like, then you the end fuck? up with kids. I know. On top of kids. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, just to be able to, 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 to know what it is so yeah. that you and can to help it, to help yeah. manage it is, right. is important. And, and it's really like it's something like ADHD. It's really yeah. hard because so you, get the you don't diagnosis. know what you're doing wrong or what yeah, how, what I'm right. doing is, is backfiring and making it worse and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. There's medication. He's on something, right. Right. Um, which the first one he was on, like like we knew within a week, like, it was like it was, nope. emotional meltdown to the end of the day, all the shit. We switched it. It was much better. Yep. But still, like I was really reluctant to go the yeah. medicine route because um, growing up, for us, I knew one kid right. 
I know his name right. who was on Ritalin in elementary school and everyone was like that's the hyper kid who's on Ritalin yep. and it was a stigma it's right. not the same anymore right. but I was throughout the 90s before I had kids I you, thought you, it was bullshit you right? just mercilessly went after that kid I, went after that kid. <laughs> I just attacked and him on Facebook kid, I ruined his life <laughs> that kid is but like it's easy to dismiss it and be like oh they're over prescribing shit for these kids it's yes. big pharma yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, and, totally. and it's not a real thing it's right. bad parenting or whatever yeah. our parents didn't fucking right. acknowledge ADD they just fucking hit you with a belt or they, they buckled down and they were better parents and made the kid behave right. better and it just turns out that actually no they didn't they were all suffering from yes. massive PTSD. issues and <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why all our parents are divorced. It's just basically. a massive cycle. Yeah, and I circle. think circle, cycle, cycle, and cycle and circle Both are the them. same. They work. Um, but I think you know what's interesting, or the 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 gray area between um, taking medicine for uh, the cause versus the yes. versus the symptoms. Yes. So you're treating the symptoms versus the actual root cause. That's really where this gray area comes in because it's. You know, a lot of times the doctor's like, oh, your your son's jumping up and down on the couch. Okay, here's something that will make we'll him not do that. Yes, and right. And then you're like, well, but now all he does is sit around. It doesn't and, cure anything. Oh, well, for yeah, that, yeah. let me just add this other well, thing that's to the, get him the up. other fear. So now he's sitting on the couch. Yeah. But not, <laughs> and I think that's really where this gray area comes in, at least in my mind, where th- this both misinformation and also you know getting to the heart getting to the the root of it which is i can be anything from diet to exercise you got to make changes and you got to be really diligent about how you parent and how you you raise your kid and how you interact with your kid not me i mean i screaming is number one i mean that's how else it still (laughs) is with me how the hell are you gonna go to bed that's the problem my wife is always telling me like i'll get mad at him for something and she'll be like that's fucking symptom and i'm like not every goddamn thing is a I symptom know, know. when he's talking back that's right, like right, shit right? right and it's really hard to find the dividing yes. line yeah, yeah. right so the the challenge as a parent you're always stressed as a parent you're always dealing with your kids are always a pain in the ass you know yeah. they go through phases sometimes better sometimes worse um something like this it rejiggers your own perception of like what you need to do right yeah. so it's you can't blame the kid anymore when you find out that they've got something underlying that is causing a lot of their shitty behavior it's not going to even if you solve right. it which right. you can never do you can just manage it and hopefully become a better parent yeah. to your kid because of it um but they're always going to be a shitty kid one way or another. Like yeah. when he's a teenager, even if he gets somehow I mean, erases ADHD, they're still from be a you. Dick. Exactly. There's no chance that they're going to escape not being a the dick. The apple doesn't far <laughs> fall far from the tree. And it doesn't far either. Right. But there's the behavioral part. And then there's the medical part where like you're giving him drugs and you're like, what is this doing to him? And, and how's, me- how's like the medicine time? Like, are you got to take your, dr- and your medicine in the morning? And then it's like, no, I don't want to do it no, anymore. No, he doesn't seem to mind it. Um, it's become part of the routine. We've tried to teach him like to remove the stigma and be like, ADHD, it's, it's like it's like a superpower right? like right, one of right, percy right. jackson in the series of books has it or he has dyslexia or i think he has adhd or something like that and like whatever my, you my didn't kid get worships that no, <laughs> my kid worships that shit but like it's all about being like it's just a little bit you're a little Different. bit quirky yeah, right yeah, or like yeah. you have something else you have to overcome what's or interesting because like your son's like a real bookworm right he is a huge bookworm, which is yeah. interesting because i mean my limited knowledge of adhd wouldn't put those two things together because he really yeah i never thought about goes, that yeah goes yeah because like my, he has my no kids, problem my focusing kids on books not yeah, 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 yeah. necessarily bookworms they're not bookworms and but the focus is an issue on like everything else it's either video games or books which is you know which basically means maybe he just finds something he really enjoys likes and goes right yeah, which yeah. then you're like 
you know, that's yeah, just yeah. called being a fucking human being. But you know what's really interesting? He's like, Dad, you like beer so much. I know. You really dedicate yourself must, you just, to it. You I'm look so at it. You're staring <laughs> at it. You're just staring at it. It's empty. At the bottom yeah, of yeah. the bottle, bemoaning my life. Um, so mm, your kid yeah. Yeah, so mergers and acquisitions is a little yeah, my, slightly different. My uh, oldest uh, kid, my daughter, was uh, recently, or in September, was diagnosed with epilepsy, um, which was... The shock, uh, but I'm. But again, it was good to kind of find know, know what was happening because she, she had a couple of those like breathing incidents. Yeah, she had some. See, we, she has like like asthma as well, fairly fairly serious asthma. Um, and over the summer, she was at camp, and she had this incident where she had to go to hospital. She passed out, um, and we were all very worried. And then, um, you know, my daughter is uh, was eleven at the time, and it's now twelve, and and. Long story short, we we had we had associated it to something else. We we thought it was asthma. We thought it was um, mm -hmm. she was at camp and just not eating and right, doing right, a right. lot of physical exercise and whatnot. And we actually brought we went up and we got her and we brought her down. She had multiple in, like mm -hmm. um, I remember yeah. called, like pa incidents where she was brought to the hospital where she had fainted or it wasn't quite fainting but it was like um, uh, pre syncope I guess it's called. Uh, anyway, and then. <clears throat> we had done the EKG, EEG, and the uh, pulmonary stuff, and uh, everything came back fine. Everything's fine. Oh, right. And then um, in September, she had just done like a, a massive race or whatever. At school. At school, and then had just completely like passed out. Uh, like had, terrifying. Had, had, right. Which was terrifying for everybody involved. Oh, like, I'm sure. Everyone the at the school and everyone, yeah. So what, what she has is what's called focal epilepsy, which is, it's not, um, you know, severe tremors and apparently mm -hmm. there's like a spectrum and she's on the, like the lower, lighter end, but still has it. And so what happens is, and, and I'm laughing, but only because the way she told the story is really quite funny. She was saying her teacher was trying to give her, her she has a rescue inhaler yeah, and was trying to give her the rescue inhaler and putting it in her mouth. And her, the way her symptoms manifest is she, basically her body's frozen, but she can hear and see oh everything. God. And the teacher was putting it in with the um, the guard on, the little cap on. <laughs> she couldn't and say And she it. was like, dude. You're doing you're, it wrong. Dude, your cap's on, Fail. bro. Yeah, you have yeah. one job. You have one, you have one job. <laughs> well, I was the teacher, so you have and two. Then, um, but, you know, as it happened, the EMT was there. It was because got, they got the school, had to call an ambulance, and she was taken away. And luckily... I say luckily because the MT witnessed her having a seizure. So he was able to diagnose <clears throat> Very specifically, her eyes, you know, went fully dilated, went up to the left. And uh -huh. that's a very specific right. symptom or of uh, epilepsy. She, we, went, we were in like a week in the hospital or whatever. Um, it's sort of like an exotic it's, like exotic condition right so like growing is, up yeah. it was like you it's terrifying for an onlooker you don't know what to do you're told like the, yeah. it used to be like hold their tongue down with a spoon right. which they say not to do now yeah remember it was not like an episode of like different strokes they, there was what they like say that. what they say now is like if you have your your uh, phone on you take their tongue out and take a bunch of selfies because yeah. <laughs> i'll appreciate it later yeah, afterwards yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so many likes it's really so you get likes, a lot yeah. of actual a lot of social i'll, re I'll repost yeah, if you yeah, get totally. one, if you get a good one, it's gonna um, be a good one. No, there's <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, no, this in this case uh, because it's it's quote unquote you know mild, so she she'll have like one or two. We were it was very distinct. She was able to get into uh, NYU here. We like see a, a neurologist, a child neurologist, and whatnot. Um, now the so this is where it actually kind of gets a little. Dicey. Up. Yeah. Okay. Uh -oh. So when, once we went in, um, and we found out what it 
what the the doctor's diagnosis is no, nothing came back on the test so she doesn't right. she's not you know reacting to anything she was there overnight sleep and with all the wires out of her hair um but uh, the doctor put us on a drug and that's really when like that's the beginning oh, we'll right, call yeah, that yeah, the beginning this, yeah. of the journey so uh, we've been here where you had an incident you had to cancel one night well let me let me just explain so we were on a drug she was put on a drug and i i didn't realize so she has pretty severe asthma like uh-huh. you know she had a rescue inhaler and she was doing like all sorts of different medications during and the she's night she's very active right? she's super active she's active. a she's a she dances uh professionally essentially at uh, you know yeah. she so she's a she's an active ballet dancer and seven days a week is dancing blah 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 um and this so what happened right after this the doctor said um, okay we're gonna put you on this medication it's very light on your system uh-huh. you might have a little mood swing yeah and what we didn't realize was what what like, the mood swings the doctor yeah, yeah the doctor completely undersold that and and actually what happened was she would have she was having like psychosis right where she was terrifying. she was right. she was in complete right. terror at night in the morning i mean talk about you know talking back you know she yeah, would be yeah. like you know what and all of a sudden all of a sudden i've got f-bombs coming my way like uh-huh. fuck you I'm like what right. Yeah, right. and then of course i'm reacting to that as a parent like a normal and of course i'm only yeah. it's only escalating to the point yeah. where it was it was absolutely beyond as my mom would say it was beyond it was completely beyond it was so horrific and so sad and so scary yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and that was a month where one time right. I, I, then that leads us yeah, to yeah, here. Yeah. We literally came, I, we all were here. We set up. Set up, ready, we ready to record to an episode. Phone rings and it was like, like you did, I didn't even have to hold the phone in my yeah. ear. It was just like this screaming coming out. And I was like, okay, guys, gotta go. Gotta go. Maybe I can figure this out. Maybe you know, I the can't. funny thing is the episode that I recorded solo was much better than most of our episodes. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'll never. Me and Nate. That, Nate. Nate was a lot more active. You guys haven't heard that yet. That's, that's why I'll never treat. hear the light. Yeah, never see the light <laughs> you of day. can't let it out. Um, so we've been dealing with that. So that's been really. But so that's amazing. It's been a like, very, so that, really hard end of the year. It's crazy, though, the way that it's like there's the medical condition and then there's the drugs that create some kind of new thing which we dealt with on a much smaller non-life-threatening much less scary scale but like the first meds that that Detective Munch was on at the end of the day like he would just be having these crazy meltdowns like not like psychosis but enough where you're like he's not you can tell like he is not being himself something is going on here we're like we need to change this and you change it and it fixed a little bit. He still has. There's some level of so it. I think with all is, the ADHD drugs. Yeah, and I, I. Well, this is what's from. You know, I didn't realize. I was like, oh, well, like she has fairly severe asthma. She has epilepsy. You know, the worst. What's the worst that's going to happen with epilepsy is you know she can't drive a car. Right. Okay, well, she's in no danger of that, and she can't swim by herself. Everything else, uh-huh. she can basically live a normal life. And then we, you know, she had the medicine to prevent seizures. And now we have oh, new brand stuff new, to deal with, yeah. Brand new right. human being who is extremely, like you know, she's already, she's already, she's a, you know, she's a high performer, but she's wound pretty tight. So she was mergers and acquisitions, mergers baby. and acquisitions, baby. Yeah, she was <laughs> ready to like throw down at any moment, like arguing this and that, but never to this level. Like she, right. we got to the level of like climbing in the fridge and and like saying that bugs were everywhere trying to kill oh him. my god it was it's like that family ties episode where he's like taking speed and he's like digging trenches and just studying he's wheeling around the room it, 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 it was it is and it has been like that we switched medications we had to go yeah. back in the hospital for a week whatever we switched medications 
it's it's quote unquote better but what i believe is that there's a channel now that has been open in fact we just right. had something not too long ago a couple of nights ago where you know she, she's like oh, i'm the most scared i've ever been and i'm like how and she's it's like so ever fucked up. and you know what she said the other night she goes after a really really pretty horrific uh night i'm just gonna be super candid she said at once she got calm which was like one or two in the morning she's like you know I just never knew what it meant when she said, when the doctor said, this is going to have an effect on you. Uh-huh. And now and she's, she's like, like, I've never been so scared in my life. Like she's constantly Jesus, in fear. Man. Yeah. It's really, and, it, the and mental we're, shit we're, is we're still terrifying. going, we're still kind of going through it. So it's like little, right. little, uh, still very fresh for us. Um, but it is, it, I feel so horrible for her. Yeah. I feel horrible for for my wife and me and but I you have to retrain yourself you have to retrain your reactions to stuff that in a perfect world yeah. would just be reactions to a kid acting out but now there's all this shit and sometimes yeah. it manifests with ADHD and stuff sometimes it manifests in ways that aren't that far afield from the way a typically an obnoxious kid well, the, the, well, and you have to realize in the middle of like getting really, mad or yelling really you have to point. be like wait it's a really good point there's a reason it's for a this. really good yeah. point it's and, hard and it's so this is it's the fucking hardest mm-hmm. thing you know i mean parenting to, is to, already to differentiate hard. the difference between oh someone God. telling you to go fuck yourself yeah and being like you know what honey let me give you a hug exactly <laughs> you know you, and, and forcing yourself to fucking give and, the hug and, and after just, somebody has said that and to you. just <laughs> to be able to either that and hu- hug is 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 uh is extreme I'm, i don't think i'm there yet sure. but to be able to not <laughs> react yes. in a in a like a white light kind of way yeah. uh that's the way i I just it's so hard to be able to get back to a place where you can feel that you guys that you that you when I say you guys that you and your kid have are back to a place where you can have a normal conversation also lest I she's a Mm pre-tween or no she's a tween she's a tween yeah she's a tween so preteen we used to call preteen yeah I I mixed up my whole thing so she's already dealing with all of that you know she's she's already a dick you know to begin with all kids are well, especially mine, because I'm <laughs> such a dick. So, obviously, look, parenting is fucking impossible, right. basically. That's really hard. In the, in the best circumstances. Even if you've had the best kid of all time, right. it's still fucking hard and sucks. Right. Um, and having something like this, whether it's ADHD or epilepsy or but, stuff that comes from the meds, yeah. just it just adds other layers that just make it a shitload more, more challenging, right? So, we asked, or I asked on my story about other parents and kind of what shit they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and it was like opening the floodgates, right? A couple of people said night message, sent nice messages about, you know, I'm not dealing with anything like this, but I think it's great that you're doing it. I've seen like my brother's kids or whatever. Yeah. And some people were like, this is a really good idea. Um, so we do wanna, you know, give the people that were brave enough to share some of this stuff, we're gonna get into their comments a little bit. And everybody has something different. Everybody has something different. And even yeah. if you don't have one of these things, you've got something yeah, yeah, you're yeah. dealing with, yep. right? Or your kid does, right? So um, J underscore Z, J-A-E underscore Z said that uh, it changes everything. Our daughter was diagnosed with Rett syndrome, which I had to look up. It's a rare genetic neurological disorder that occurs almost exclusively in girls and leads to severe impairments like their ability. It affects nearly every aspect of the child's life, like their ability to speak, walk, mm. eat, and even breathe easily, right? After the kid turned one, and she hated every healthy kid she saw for about six months, right? Just like dealing with right. why can't I right, have right, that right, normal, right, right. easy version. <clears throat> um, it says everything changes every day. And they, the little girl has a brother and he's about to turn two and is just realizing that his sister is different than other kids. 
Um, he does more for her than a typical two-year-old can do for themselves because he just loves her more and kind of just sees what she needs and helps, which must be nice to see. Yeah. Um, special needs stresses your marriage, your friendships, your family, but you find out what real support looks like. It looks like a neighbor dropping off dinner because they saw you struggling. Yeah. It looks like in-laws who stop by to take the kids for a walk so you can have time to yourself. It looks like a friend coming over so you can shower in peace or a spouse unloading the dishwasher. Like a lot of these things are things that I mean. Hold up on in, that last part. Unloading the, <laughs> the dishwasher. Can we just let's don't let's touch tie, my dishwasher, you know what I mean? lady, yeah. woman. Oh yeah, you're, I'm the dishwasher you're a big guy dishwasher in my house. Guy. Yeah, I yeah. unloaded it today. I fucking crushed it. <laughs> um, uh, para dot list p a r a dot list is writing from Barcelona. It says her daughter has a kidney problem since she was two is now seven. They had a transplant, mm. or she had a transplant, but doctor said no problem having kids. No. The daughter had a transplant. It right, shouldn't right, affect right, her ability right. to have kids, apparently. Everything's under control, but every time we go to the hospital, two weeks before, there's no sleeping just because the parents right. are just so nervous about it. She has to control a lot of what she eats, no sugar, no meat, just a shitload of extra things that you need right. to think about yep. every day. Um, they're doing natural medicine, all this stuff. She thanks us for, thanks me for my Instagram account. Um, you know, we appreciate that. But again, it's just another bunch of extra shit that you need to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to, 100%. And I think, you know, the, the, the natural path, this is where that gray area between, like, and, and not to harken back, but I'm just going to touch on this. You know, it's a gray area, this whole like vax and, you know, what is mm -hmm. medicine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good and is it not is good? It you know, here, your kid? here yeah. we are talking about, I don't want my kid on medicine. You don't want your kid on medicine. Right. But at the same time, like, we, we know that actual medicine that's proven to work and you is see effective. It does and of have some positive effects, even if the side effects are, are troubling sometimes. 100%. Same with me. And, yeah. And in certain cases, it's like, you know, you're you're it's specifically targeting something. Yes. And I think, um, you know, we are now we know much more information about stuff. There's, we've, there's a lot of destigmatizing mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. ADHD and whatnot. And we also know, look, you know, eating a balanced diet or whatever, yeah. which which includes mini muffins, which is lucky. Oh, my God. Which thank God. FDA, that's all just so it's funny you should say that about the mini balanced muffins. diet because my wife has MS. Right. And there's a lot of people that say like going full paleo or something right, like that. Right. Which right? right? is unbelievably hard to do right. even just going gluten-free yeah. look so about 10 years ago she tried it right but it's like it was not as easy as it is today just in those 10 years it's gotten a lot easier to go yeah. gluten-free but just like you don't know if you've accidentally you can like undo all the work you're doing if you accidentally have a gluten like during your the week where you're like trying to see if this works for you or whatever yeah. right so like changing your diet and doing that kind of stuff and having to monitor what your kid eats it's really really hard i do i do i just want to uh, go back to j underscore z i mean the, the family, you know, she mentions that the the, the help from family, helping yeah, from the village, people is it's really it's so amazing and it is really important. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we've done that for friends and we've had around, that yeah. we've had that done for us and it's really amazing. Um, it's definitely not my parents though. No, so. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that. Go back <laughs> to that in one of our old episodes. Exactly. So this person's name is either Shayles or Chesles, and I really hope it's Chesles because I think that's funnier <laughs> to say says that she has twins who both had heart transplants oh at three God. years old and she's just tired, yeah. right? Just the, just the So that's different, right? I'm sure there's twins maybe some underlying shit that you need to deal with and he's always worried, always worried about right. the back of your mind, but really that's kind of a more acute, like here's a really, really intense exactly. few weeks or months or whatever of having that done and then just hoping it pulls through. That's terrifying it's though. It's horrifying, yeah. Amanda Murray on Facebook messaged that her daughter was born with a complete... AV canal defect and had open heart surgery at four months old. She says, my two cents, I don't deal with it because I asked how you deal with it. She said, it's our norm. I just roll with the punches, right? right? Which I think right. 
every parent that's kind of what it comes down to you can't fucking freak out over every single thing you just got to be like this is my life now yeah i'm just gonna live it yeah and you just you kind of shift into that mode of okay what are we gonna do now? yes and i think uh once you accept it like you said once you have a diagnosis or you know what you're dealing yeah. with you can shift into all right here's how we're gonna manage it yeah I, and <clears throat> um i mean i don't know i'm so a friend of my middle uh, daughters was just diagnosed type one diabetes, mm-hmm. which is we have one uh, of those sure, coming up. Yeah, I'm sure. It's I mean it, that's just so hard, unbelievably hard. Um, and, the maintenance that that takes, and, right? And the maintenance, and I think yeah, just it's uh, it just the stress, you know, one hundred percent. It's like yeah. you you're trying to you're trying to do your best, you're trying to live your life, but then you know you're you're doing the best you can with this kid, or maybe right. you're not because you just you don't you know you're like me. me and I don't care <laughs> or, yeah, you're like us and you just suck at it. Yeah. Shitty, you don't care and you dads. suck. Yeah, and you're just like shut up and go brush your teeth and go to bed. Yeah. Which I don't give a fuck. You know that why? you had a kidney transplant. <laughs> <laughs> brush your teeth yeah. and go to bed. I want to hear about it. You're yeah. gonna lose the other kidney. You know you're what? Saying that's one of the threats. Exactly. That's a good. Th- that's what happens. It becomes so normal then that that kind of shit becomes exactly. fucking fair game. Yeah. M. Cedeno, nineteen eighty, who's one of our patrons, yes. says his three year old has a rare disease called hyperinsulinism, which is basically the opposite of diabetes. Oh, yeah. His pancreas produces too much insulin, which eats away at his glucose. Yeah. So at age one, he started to sleep throughout the night and not feeding. He had a minor seizure. We thought nothing of it. And then he had another minor seizure that was stronger. And then we went to the hospital, and it took a whole two weeks to get diagnosed. Is that it puts a strain on the daily life, but nothing unmanageable. Glucose reading. See, this is the maintenance, right? right? You right, need to right. do a glucose reading. Right. One including at 4 a.m. And he mentioned in the past, like late night drinking is not something he can do because he has a right. responsibility. It's like having a baby, right? Yeah, you yeah. can't wake up drunk yeah. to feed your baby. Yeah. You got to do this shit. Um, it's expensive. It's told financially because the medication is a thousand a month, which is another big fucking thing you have yeah, to deal totally. with. Um, note, and this is interesting because it's something you just said. No changes to parenting except he gets to have sweets more than normal. Right, so like you start to make certain allowances sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. this is kind of a, a medical thing, right. but like sometimes, like you're like, oh, my kid has this, so maybe it won't be as strict today right. or this because of that. Their <laughs> symptoms are acting up or whatever. Um, so Caitlin Reardon echoes the finding how important finding a community is. She says her daughter has a rare life-threatening chronic condition, been diagnosed for three years, and those parents who know our struggles, know our fears, and truly understand help get her through. And there are a ton of those parents just judging away all the comments that yeah. we got, right? So Ariel in the ATL talked about all this, the extra shit that comes with it. Extra doctor's appointments, heart surgery at five months and different surgeries. Her mother-in-law had to live with them so that she could keep working after the kid got out of surgery. Helping caregivers learn how to care for the diseases. My kid will never be able to drink. You know, it, I mean, just with all of this, it's so interesting that, you know, we're just we're talking about you know taking our kids to the restaurants and what yeah, yeah, yeah. that is and all. yeah it's and, you know, first you just, world problems and the thing yeah. is it's like you've and and you know the old adage of like i just want them to be healthy yeah is really it just kind of rings 100%. true and it's amazing that uh like it's you know we have so much shit going on and that, you know so that that's just kind of i got triggered by the the mother-in-law having to live with them mm-hmm. because then she's got to go back to work which yeah. i'm sure work was a fucking dream yeah i'm sure no, i mean Who it's, like, love meanwhile, their it's work. like yeah meanwhile it's like um can you go ahead and like send me that report like tps asked, report yeah. is that what it is tps report that's right is that what it is you nailed yes, it fucking nailed it um and this is an interesting twist anyway. she says she has a healthy kid and a healthy baby so far knock on wood um with two very serious diseases and she said treating them equally is really hard the healthy four-year-old wants to be sick for attention. 
that's that sucks right so just like because you gotta yes. devote more time yeah. to the kid who needs oh my God. more care and the other kid gets jealous because they're a little kid oh my God. and they don't that's, know and that's so big it gets really big she doesn't want any more kids because she's afraid that the, the next kid yeah. might be sick when people say all they want is a healthy baby, fuck them. My baby is normal and healthy, just built differently. So fuck you, Pete, because you just said the healthy thing. You know what? Fuck In you, your- <laughs> Nate. <laughs> and then she said, we faced a diagnosis during pregnancy that led us to consider terminating, which is just a whole other fucking oh, wrinkle, wow. right? Where like you find out about that stuff in advance yeah. and you're like, yeah. what am I going to do? And she says her husband has a chronic disease and he gets a flare up and all of a sudden she has to deal with the, ki- with the, oh my God. the, the kid. That's crazy, that man. Much. See, that's just so much. It just adds so much. Feli Devi, who lives in Park Slope, says that she just spent Christmas in the hospital because her son was diagnosed with Kawasaki disease. And I looked that up. It's an illness that causes inflammation in blood vessels throughout the body. Mm. Usually affects kids younger than five years old. And he has an underlying autoimmune disease. She slept on a chair by his bed the entire week. Oh, right, Your life sucks. is just different. If only like Kawasaki disease was just riding... Just rice a scooter, burners, rice the, burners. It, that's yeah. racist. <laughs> calling it a rice burner. No, that's what one hundred percent racist. That's what the streets. That's what I was brought up on on the streets because that's where I came from. The streets. <laughs> yeah. The streets of where Tokyo. Don't worry about it. Hope for Brooks says her five year old oh, has an sorry. ultra rare, as in only five hundred cases in the U.S. progressive disease. She takes twenty doses of medicine and oh. one injection a day, and has to get hourly eye drops. Oh, my God. The fucking, it's a full-time job. Mm. This has definitely made me a more lenient yeah. parent and has really created my non-disciplinarian parenting style. I want to know about that, the non-disciplinarian parenting style. Just let your kid get away with everything. My kid doesn't need to, well, but it would make my job a little easier if I could stop. I mean, I mean, look, if you're... She's right, if, though. If, she's, if you're doing, if you, you know, anytime your kid is having fun, you're kind of like... I'll allow it. Right. You want to jump on the couch? And it helps teach the kid it. perspective too a little you bit, right? I mean? Like, I don't need to punish you. You're already going through a fucking nuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So she said, I figure since she goes through enough shit every day, speak of the devil, yeah. she deserves to get away with things. It was definitely go. changed my perspective and the little things don't bug me as much as I think they would if she was disease-free. So basically what I'm learning from this is I'm a piece of shit <laughs> yep. for coming on here every week and ranting about fucking nonsense yeah. Yeah. with all these In people fact, dealing with real deal. I feel like a lot of people comment on your Instagram and you just dismiss yeah, I do. Say, I say, shut you up. Know what? Shut up. I'm you allowed s- to vent. I'm fucking entitled. I have problems. Yeah. Fucking Dolphins won too many games to get a number one draft pick. Shiloh they had, Mason. They had one job. Yeah, I know. Shiloh Mason 3 says his six-year-old daughter has cerebral palsy, epilepsy, mm. autism, suspected ADHD, and a frontal lobe brain oh, injury. No. I attend many workshops at our mm. local children's support centers, attend therapy for myself, and her, herself, his or herself, is on an, a medication for anxiety, yeah. right? That's yeah. the other thing, right? Coping yeah. it with it coping with it yourself can't be easy. And here comes, was that an ambulance? No, it was Kawasaki. <laughs> I'm glad you said Kawasaki. Simcoe Strong says, my, again, my son has cerebral palsy, septo-optic dysplasia, Addison's, and a seizure. I didn't even look those up. I'm sorry. I have so many thoughts and feelings. I actually started lifting when I realized he was getting too heavy for me. Now I run because we signed him up for a running team, right? Yeah. So all these changes you made right. to your own life to accommodate yeah, your kid. Exactly. And I think, you know, one of the things outside of, uh, I mean, life can be stressful and like throwing yourself into fitness and health yeah. is a positive Well, he says outlook. he decompresses by working out and work, working right. out also makes him more able to care for him as he grows. It's like right. seeing those people that like run the marathon or exactly. like push their kid in the marathon yeah, yeah. Yeah. like the Boston Marathon yeah. guy does every year. I do the same thing except with alcohol. Yeah, me, me too. Beer marathons. Yeah, people applaud me. 
as I rock they, down the street. Like guzzling, shotgunning. And I Look go, at him, he's got two 12-packs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and he's pushing it. his kids. Wow. What <laughs> Man, a how does he do it? piece what a of hero. shit. Um, so that was some of the kind of the more intense, more life-threatening stuff. Um, and then there's the more the, the behavioral things or somebody who has autism, right? right. Um, which is a hot-button thing, thanks to Jenny McCarthy and her fucking misinformation. Disinformation? Both. Campaign against vaccines because they supposedly cause autism. Shut up. Well, look, singled out. You know what? We have look when the the disease of the brain is is tough. So ADHD, whether it's ADHD, whether it's epilepsy, whether yes. it's autism, these these are really um, acute. And look, I mean, we've we've just heard some really intense, intense stories. Things, and of course, yes. those are you know the, those are some of those uh, are a little bit more black and white in terms of you know heart surgery or some kind of specific disease where they need a shot every day. Right. This stuff is just it's you don't know. No, it's it's yeah. really, it's, and I think you know I, I I feel like there's a lot of you know mental health memes mm-hmm. going around yes. there's constantly like self-care I, yeah, self-care yeah. Like, because ultimately everyone has something they're some dealing with. kind of shit that they're dealing with don't now, judge a book by its cover everybody's facing a, a struggle i think everyone is. i mean obviously except for nate but um yes uh yeah so well the haircut's kind of a struggle that was but you know what i was trying to i was trying to avoid that that was <laughs> it was me not his i'm fault. sorry you know it wasn't his fault it was the barber's fault yeah so, um, so in this category, we got Sierra Roxanne says, my five-year-old has ADHD and I yell it away. Horrible, I know, but I have low patience and we only just started. Um, Horrible, yes. I have low patience as well and I've been dealing with it for a year and a half. So, Have you gotten better? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I was better today. Yeah. I wasn't better the other day, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, I'm not you, that great at it. You, uh, I will, there's one thing. I just had this thought the other day. I'm really happy we should do an episode on this like what is your kid's favorite age what what right now what, I'm, what you know what, what is my favorite yeah, age what's what is your some yeah. some you know there was a kid on the subway the other day it was a little, tiny little baby who was really squirmy and the guy was the baby yoda no uh, it wasn't but it looked like it and i kept pointing at it going baby yoda super fucking cute and the guy next to the dad <laughs> who was holding the little baby was like oh i love him at this age the kid i just the, i was it was so cringeworthy because the, the kid was just squirming yeah. the whole time and, and the was dad like, was like fuck you and, for saying that you know the dad was just like out, right out of it you know he was just like this is the worst <laughs> yeah and i remember like that was not my favorite age what i actually like doing is you know talking to my older kids and being able yeah. to like have conversations yeah. that are like you look this is what's happening. You know, we're able to talk through it. And we have a viewpoint and an opinion and, and a I personality. And I feel more connected to them now than I think I ever have. So let's table that um, yeah. topic until I actually have a favorite age. Because I haven't <laughs> okay, gotten there yeah, yet. Maybe, yeah. maybe 10 is a lucky hey, number. Well, maybe it's 35. <laughs> um, D, Rose, D period Rose 05 says, my eight-year-old is a functioning autistic. If his routine is off, our day is fucked. Mm. Right? So that's something every parent deals with of a toddler or if you're right. bringing a kid out who needs a nap and he misses it. But this is on a different level. Yeah. Especially when the kid's eight and he's autistic, right? There's just extra special things you need to be aware of at all times. And he also, or she also says, I feel bad for my five-year-old because his day also becomes centered around his brother, right? right? So all of a sudden he's like, he feels like he's in the shadow. I mean, that's it, right? Like, I mean, I deal with that with my yeah, nine-year-old with and my toddler because my nine-year-old gets pissed off that the toddler needs more attention. But like the toddler will wander into the street and get hit by a car right. if we don't give him more attention. Right. The nine-year-old 
knows not to do that. What about what about when your uh, nine year old's kind of melting down? Mm -hmm. is, he, is he taking? Does he take it out on? Sometimes the yeah. rivalry, their like their yeah, relationship yeah. sucks right now, yeah, really yeah, bad. And yeah. I know some of it is because of the ADHD and the anxiety that comes along with it. Yeah. Um, but D Rose also says she's sad for the day when my youngest will outgrow wanting to be with his brother, which is a sad thought. Yeah, I mean that's sad. I'm sad right now because my, I mean, I don't get sad, but my nine-year-old and my soon-to-be four-year-old. You can imagine what, just this, what it the would gift, like. The, just the through split they're going to have soon. Yeah. But yeah, but it's a little bit different when the kid is resentful of his brother and yeah. doesn't want to be burdened with the kid. Like in the movie Hereditary when she doesn't want to, the teenager doesn't want to go with his this daughter with a nut allergy, right? You don't no, want to talk about that movie no, anymore? Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to talk about Hereditary right now. Thank you. Um, so you shut it down. here's interesting. Mandy underscore Mac P says... Her 14-year-old has autism diagnosed at three. So she's been dealing with this for 10 years. Wow. And it's completely changed her parenting three. style and how she looks at the world. Is, she yeah. puts herself in his shoes wherever they go. What would be a major sensory issue for him? How can we overcome it and adapt to enjoy the experience? Mm -hmm. Going into certain stores going to can be tough depending on the level of music, the lighting. All this shit can be triggers have, for his symptoms. Yeah, so that's really interesting. Uh, and I'm, this is something that's somewhat new for me. Um, even though... Uh, my daughter went through all the sensory stuff and did had tested negative for everything the other day we were she was at uh like a you know um at a party and there was a lot of flash photography yeah. and she does that trigger it you know what i looked over at her and i just saw that she was really like low like she uh -huh. was low energy low everything uh -huh. and i go over to her and she almost was like kind of puffy eye but not quite i'm like hey is everything cool she's like I don't like this at all. Right. I don't like any it's of this. It's fucked up. And I go, okay, well, let's go. We went outside, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And she immediately started crying. I was like, you know, I just I don't just like too all much that. I don't overload. like all. And she goes, I need you to tell everyone to stop taking mm -hmm. photography. Now, this was this was a party of like this. So this was her dancing, yeah, I get her it. dance yeah. party. Um, it was a cast party, and there was like fifty-seven people there, all taking all pictures and photos. I I I found like the three guys who had the professional camera, yeah. like photos, and I go, look. For five minutes, can you? It was a Secret Santa or whatever they uh -huh. need to open. I go, can you just not take a photograph, like a flash? Right. So this is the stuff you for, have to do. I go right? just just for five minutes. I don't mean to, you know. And I knew that he had already taken a bunch of pictures already. Um, but yeah, it was like a real thing. And he, you know, to his credit, credit and actually to the, the all all the guys that I was talking to, like they immediately were like, oh yeah, of course. And they really became sensitive to it. And it was a very. It was the first time I'd ever had to kind of put myself yeah. in that situation where i was saying she's got to man up and do it don't don't do something because it's going to affect my, my kid. kid yeah um because that's actually I've, i don't think i've ever had to go through that you never my, really gave a shit before well f i mean i was honestly too dr too drunk, like, too drunk <laughs> to really care and well, this is the one time for dryuary thank yeah. god right not for me though nope not for you keep it going february check your kids at the door who is one of our patrons again says his son has uh asd which is autism spectrum disorder i believe he's non-verbal communication has to be simple for him to understand oh, it's man. frustrating constant repetition he likes hugs so that helps ease the frustrations that's nice in an earlier podcast he mentioned the three hours of drop off and pick up because of a private school oh i said private school he said it's not private just a special needs school that mm -hmm. happens to start before my daughters right so again we were like oh my god how do you deal with that but there's a specific reason right, for right. him having to deal with that yep. if we aren't there early enough we can't get my daughter to school on time it's important to have a sense of humor in all of this and that's why i make memes that not only make my wife laugh but other people too slow down check your kids you're not that funny <laughs> laughter helps tremendously i mean look I, I, that's what medicine. i do right so like 
weirdly, I get most serious when talking about ADHD and stuff like on my right. blog and my Instagram. But the rest of the time, I'm just shitting on yeah. parenting in general because it's yeah. the way the only way to survive it. Right. Um, but thank you for uh, for chiming in. Check your kids. Missy Gibson too says my four year old has sensory processing disorder and nonverbal autism. Sleep is our biggest struggle. I also uh. have a typical two and a half year old daughter. I can tell you my parenting style couldn't be more different between uh. the two. It's a hard balance getting after my daughter for things my son is kind of allowed to do because even though she's younger, yeah. she understands. Right. That's the same thing as having a normal toddler and an older kid with an extra layer of challenge, right? It's really hard, man. It's like being your, able to Your to sibling gets to get once, away with yeah, shit exactly. more than you. All of a sudden, you're parenting two different styles. It's like being Bill Parcells and having Lawrence Taylor on your team and being like, Lawrence Taylor gets special treatment because he's the most dominant defensive player in the history of the NFL. And have you seen Near how much, scrub, have you seen how much blow up. he can do? Yeah, he that can guy do. can fucking He was on Howard Stern once, and pose. Howard Stern asked him if he was still doing crack and he goes i dabble <laughs> <laughs> like Class, a fine wine it. memory yeah. tapia says my three-year-old daughter is on the spectrum with a speech delay my uh my toddler has a speech delay too which is its own challenge one of the hardest parts is getting her to all the places she needs to be school therapies dance class while managing everyday life and paying for all the therapies because of insurance and the waiting mm. list with insurance i worry about her future not much because she's smart and funny but I mean, just like you worry about everybody else, so you're like, there's an extra obstacle this kid is gonna have yeah. to deal with, right? Yeah. And then you got to work with your husband to co-parent. Yeah, it's just the the you know. Thank you for listening, even voices to those out there who are struggling. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm here. You know, actually, we talked a lot about my daughter, but my son Thanks, is Dave. a real whiny pain in the ass. Is he? Yeah, and just he in a normal way. Just has no nothing wrong with yeah. him, and he's just chronically unemployable. Um, <laughs> for the rest of his yeah, life yeah he's been diagnosed early onset early onset unemployable whiny whiny yeah just that's it that well, was, i wonder that where he gets it you have a podcast dedicated to oh, whining do i luciana Letrachino he's also super says, passive aggressive or is he <laughs> says thanks i'm looking forward to listening to this podcast my son has been diagnosed with autism last year so we're just starting to deal with it he's from argentina yeah 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 so far away but i relate so much with your posts and sense of humor I have a friend. Uh, I grew up with kids who's from for Venezuela. Second, uh, for yeah, one, yeah, yeah. For one second, that's ha ha ha. For one second, <laughs> because I have a, a, a Spanish-speaking friend, so ha 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 is the same as. I thought it was yeah yeah yeah. That was yeah yeah yeah. That was like yeah 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 yeah. But what I thought like was very that their son was from Argentina, and that oh. they were from the good old U.S. Yes. of A. But well. nope. Guess what? They're all from Argentina. I've never been. That's how I pronounce it. Argentina. Stop it. Okay. Brogan Millette says, my brother has Tourette syndrome and is on the autism spectrum, and I watch my parents struggle to raise him, teach him to be independent, how to treat people. The things we think are common sense, like you can't ask someone personal questions if you don't know them, all that stuff. His kid doesn't have boundaries. Whoa, which I wait think. a second. This is from a, a, a... Wait, my brother has Tourette syndrome? This Brogan Mallet. Yeah, this is from yeah. a, a fellow child who's... A brother yeah. of someone with yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, he's just talking about how his parents... You know, it took him. a toll on my wow. parents. They are now divorced, but continue to raise my brother. He's 30 now, had a job, takes a bus, wow. still lives with my mom. Even at, oh, oh my this God. Brogan is a woman. Even as his sister, I worry, wonder what I'll do after my parents are gone. He's high-functioning, but it's still a level of stress that'll never go away. We take it day by day. Thankfully, he's happy and healthy. My mom and dad definitely need breaks from him to unwind, though, like any parents need. But that's the thing. That's a really interesting. It's almost like looking into the future. How do you, you know? get, like, it's hard enough to get breaks as a normal, of a parent without these extra challenges, right. just on a normal daily basis, yeah. having time to yourself. Somebody later suggests one of the things that helps is having time to yourself and i'm like dude i can't even get time to myself and i yeah. don't have a kid who's got who's right, autistic right. or needs insulin shots or right, anything right right, right. 
no it's it's i mean this is it this is why we this is why the world needs this podcast because it's true the world we just need to scream into the middle of the night howl so u.s usa gin o'hara Yusa Jin O'Hara says... You know what I liked uh, about the other one? Just I'm just going to finish this. Is that how it started off? Like, uh, what's that, like, Simpsons? Where the guy's writing a letter? And it's like in a, it, it's like a, in a population mail, you. It, it's in a male's voice. And then eventually it's, like, turns into females because we realize halfway through... Oh, that halfway that through a, I was incorrect. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that, Brogan. No, it's all good. Um, so U- USA Jin O'Hara um, says that she was frustrated with her daughter for a long time until she was finally diagnosed with ADD at 17. She said, I wish I had known sooner. They have an iffy relationship because so much of the stuff that was symptoms she thought was just, right. just you need being, to work harder, yeah, you need on. to concentrate. Better, right. She said, I did the best I could and asked anyone who would listen. She said, I'm glad that you learned about your son's ADD so early it makes a difference, which, yeah, yeah I think it does, both for him and for us to kind of know what we're up against, right? And it's interesting because I always wonder, are we, you know, are there you know we don't know the causes for all, yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah. of the th- these things we know that allergies are way have spiked yeah right we don't know peanut allergies like what the fuck no one had a peanut allergy when we no not really. now everybody fucking has a peanut yeah my kid well, has my, tree nut allergy do you know a friend of my uh my daughter's has a uh, carrots can't eat carrots i'm like lucked out or apples what are you talking what? about fuck carrots i don't like carrots you take it back i don't like carrots i like celery you Nobody carrots. likes celery, but I like celery. I love man. celery. It's it's. Uh, look at you. Look at do you. Look at us. Peanut butter. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I put a little salt on it all the time. All the time. <laughs> celery is quite salty in and of itself. Put a little though. celery in a little uh, in a little French dip. Yeah, a little ranchy. Yeah, yeah. Crudite. That's that's the how best. you get a six pack. That's that's where I got mine. Yep. Little Charmer eighty says her brothers ha- or her brother's kids, two nephews. One is autistic. One is autistic which is pretty severe and one just got diagnosed with ADHD. But she, her, the interesting twist she says is that, and I agree with this, she says, I would be interested to know if other listeners can relate, and I already can, is that our parents who are in their 70s, like mine are, haven't been massively, massively, haven't been massively supportive because they just don't understand the right. diagnoses. There were a few good years in the early days where they would basically just say the boys were naughty, and I know my dad deep down probably thinks that these sorts of behavioral disorders are made up or an excuse for bad behavior. He wouldn't admit it, but I know that this can be, can be the case with older grandparents, 100%. Totally. I said it. One of the things that came out with when my kid first got diagnosed was that I thought a lot of it was fucking bullshit too. Right. right? I'm not a grandparent i just grew up in a time where it was nowhere near as common right. and it was much less understood right. and people were like this is just a bs excuse for shitty parenting or for having a shitty kid yeah and it ain't my my parents are the same way guess what i say to them epigenetics motherfuckers because yeah. of you yeah. and your you, you know fuck fucking wonder up. bread yeah. that you're wonder feeding bread. us fucking toxic but they wear white socks with uh dress shoes too oh my god your dad? You, does your are dad are you painting a picture of my your father dad um have like with bare shorts? calves because he Bare wore calves. like like uh hairless <laughs> calves because the hair's calves. been eroded because you w- pull your socks up and you wore suits all the time or whatever that your hair is just, just they're like swimmers calves honestly no, one knows what I'm talking no no, about. no you know what it is where my dad's super hairless <laughs> it's just like his, his like inner thighs <laughs> yeah, okay. just completely hairless it's really it's so funny because i'm always like dad your your thighs are so smooth it reminds me in stepbrothers at the very beginning john c Riley's talking to his dad about what it's going to be like when the dad gets married and they're living in the house together. He's like, what if I'm like walking around naked? I got my chest hair in a perfect V and just talking about it. And then Richard Jenkins is going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he just can't take it anymore. Anyway, Step yeah. Brothers, good movie. Yeah. Um, Lucky Stars 4583 says, 
Um, she deals with a kid or kids who have ADHD, anxiety, and dyslexia. She said it takes lots of patience. There's lots of failure, tears, yelling, guilt, research, and a new plan. So it was something I wanted to touch upon. You said earlier about epilepsy, yeah. right? You were like, it's it's called focal focus epile- focal, focal epilepsy. Yeah, yeah. It's on the spectrum, right? It's like six right. months ago, you fucking no clue what that even was, right? You have to go and you have to learn all this shit. Yeah. With ADHD, um, my wife is constantly sending me links to all this stuff. And oh, yeah. You, you have to re- you become an expert on whatever your kid has. You know who's a real expert? Is my mom. Oh, yeah? And she's sending me all sorts of super helpful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, I think mom. apparently religion is one of the things that, well, that can causes really, it. Yeah, no, it can really uh, Help. fix it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really well, religion fix fixes pretty much nothing. Yep. So there were a lot of people that sent in uh, stuff about sensory or, uh, or hearing issues, right? So Aaron Colopy mm. says, my son has sensory issues directly related to eating, right? So I'd never heard of this. Uh. And somebody else said that he is two and very, very little. We spent six months going to the feeding clinic and we're even considering a feeding tube at one point. Mm. Because of this, we literally let him eat whatever he wants, right? Mm. He, we get anything he'll eat. We get dirty looks when he's walking around with a bag of chips in public or when I let him eat strawberries straight from the carton at the store. But, but what people don't know is I'm just so happy to see him eating at all. So underscore B underscore Fry, F-R-Y-E, says ARFID, which I looked up, is avoidant slash restrictive food intake disorder, also known as extreme picky eating. It's an eating disorder characterized by highly selective eating habits, disturbed feeding patterns, or both. It often results in significant nutrition and energy deficiencies and for children, failure to gain weight. Now, I don't know if that's what Erin Colopy's kid has. She wasn't specific. It sounds at least similar. Yeah. She says... Underscore B underscore Fry says so many people have never heard of it and I get so much grief over my child's eating so they're dealing with a lot of the same shit. Yeah. It's the same thing where like you don't know what somebody else is going through and you're just like, look at that shitty parent. The kid's eating Cheetos. Guess what? Right. That's all the kid is fucking eating in like three days. Fuck you. Right. You know what's interesting is that uh, my middle, both my daughters eat, if I could... If I could have a video of how they eat peas, it would... I mean, everyone would just go insane. Like, just one pea at a time. My wife hates peas. One pea... But I, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is... I, I don't and I don't think that they have this at all. But just, it's so tiny. The way they eat things is really... It's really like bizarre. Birds. Yeah. One pea at a time? I mean, they eat a variety of food. Are they savoring the peas? They no. just love it? No, you know what they're doing? They just they're, love a fucking pea? Nobody know, loves peas. They know, they're just trying to fucking get Trying to me. fuck you. Yeah. They're weaponizing to, the peas. Yeah, they're they turning really it around are. on you. Oh, wait a second, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. Jess underscore Fairly says, my five-year-old has severe hearing loss. He's worn hearing aids since he was four months old. It's not that it's such a daily challenge. Heck, some days I even forget he's quote different at all but sometimes i find myself just a bit sad about things that are honestly a little silly i think he'll never get the satisfaction of randomly running and jumping in a pool because he would have had to have somewhere safe to his hearing aids somewhere to would have have to have somewhere safe for his hearing aids just silly things like that just like what is my kid going to miss out on because oh, he has of this to take specific, him off yeah i assume yeah, I also know. he'll never be able to be a cop or join the military because of his hearing i wonder how it will be if he wants to play sports will the helmet cause a hearing aid to give feedback and squeal like all these crazy scenarios right. she's running through in her head well i feel like it's all uh, you know she's also assuming that he's gonna be a quarterback because yeah of let's feedback. be honest he I doesn't mean, need to be talking know. to the we coach at all we don't know yeah. i mean he could be defensive end he could be tight punter end. punter long snapper you know what? Let's not let's not be insulting. She says, I guess I just mourn the typical boy childhood things that he'll either miss out on or have to struggle through. I also regret that we didn't learn to sign. With hearing aids, his hearing was good uh, enough that we can use spoken language, but I still regret it. He's still got time, yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like he's five. Yeah, you got go it. for it. Let's do it. I can't ASL. sign. Can you? You know, my uh, school teaches sign language. Uh, teaches. My, my kids. I thought you were going, my school teaches. My kids' school 
they they just do it as part of like um, curriculum. No, like how to um, like if you go to the bathroom or yes, or well, if you so agree or you disagree, they you say yes or no. Incorporated like, for some like preschools. They incorporate yeah. it for like kids who are young or like pre Ks yeah. or daycares. It's amazing. Teach kids who aren't quite totally verbal yet how to use some signage. But th- um, they do it for everybody for specific things like going to the bathroom or like agreeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that people aren't you know the kids aren't always like you know yes or yelling out. I think it's really clever. Um, so, ASL. Here we go. Yeah, so, I mean, look, there, again, there's all sorts of different kinds of, of extra challenges that parents go through, right? So a couple of the other things were, um, that people just threw out there, right? So runner Leslie 25 mentioned the type 1 diabetes, mm, yeah. never sleeping because I'm monitoring blood sugar and dealing with ignorant remarks. People assume I fed my kids shit and don't realize that it's an autoimmune disorder, First that like, all, somehow type, you did something that caused no. it. Well, type 2, have at it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you got type two diabetes, <laughs> you, you, you've you're a just, life yeah. of bad decisions yeah. has gotten you're an American you, shit hook. Yeah, you live in Florida, probably. No offense to all our Florida listeners. Sorry, mom, dad. Um, <laughs> but uh, but type one is really shitty and it's serious and it sucks. Yes, and you got to wear. A, if you some people have to wear people hear diabetes pumps. and they're like, oh, you're just a fatty. No, they no, not at all. You have to wear. It's no, a, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no, the no, general you, public you, confuses Mike, them. Educate yourself. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry, Pete. Okay. Your pancreas isn't producing enough insulin. I used to work for a company that did a lot of uh, education around um, uh, diabetes. Diabetes. I I also, little known fact, I directed the One Touch Ultra um, instructional guide, the video that comes along with the One Touch Ultra. Boring old fact. Um, (laughs) It's underscore Chrissy Max says, my now 15-year-old daughter was diagnosed with epilepsy two years ago. I feel like I have PTSD mostly. So I'm, no, I'm, I'm a, I, I wonder I wonder what that means is that is that because of the medication that she's on well maybe um, she'll it's Chrissy Mack let us uh, let us know yeah that would be interesting We'd to find to out a little because bit more. I think um, you can go to YouTube and comment specifically under this episode yeah, if that please, makes it easier Chrissy yeah. Mack that would be great um, I uh, we we actually re- it got so bad for us we reached out to um, uh, a family that had also had a similar diagnosis for with a kid that was around uh, my daughter's age and they went through the same thing. So mm-hmm. the medication that they first went on, they had to be hospitalized. And we had to be hospitalized too. Yeah. But for, I mean, it's it gets so fucking, I can't tell you how horrifically scary it gets. Because mm-hmm. when you're 15, 12, 13, 14, 15, you know what things that are sharp and like how yeah, to, yeah, how yeah. to like, you know how to like Use hurt yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You know how to like m- yeah, manipulate. Yeah, story about it once. And it's, it's, uh, it's very, uh, very scary. So I hope everything's okay. I, I, I'm with you um, and I hope everything's going. So on. speaking of scary, Hillary08 says, my, uh, aut- my ASD son was just diagnosed with paranoid <laughs> schizophrenia. Hillary08, At huh? 14, Hillary08. <laughs> Was just diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia at 14. We are oh. now deciding if he if he can live at home or needs a group home or someplace else to live. I Oof. cry daily and feel like a failure. I oh don't think God. you should feel like a failure. That's a you really fucking cannot. tough road to you hoe. You cannot feel like Yeah, that. no. I mean, it's not like you caused that. Um, I, You know, honestly, if it's... The first thing is, is, can they be safe? Yeah, right. Can they be can safe? Can they be safe? Can they feel safe? Yes. Right? So, first of all, can they be safe? Can they feel safe? And then... From there, it's like just, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what yeah. the fuck I'm talking about, but just. You sure don't. You no, know, just like help them, love them. Good that's call. It. Love them. That's it. Like, that's all you can do, right? I don't know what else to do. Um, K.Walker90 says, we are fairly blessed that we don't have to deal with any serious issues in our kids. However, our daughter does have a dental problem. She has some kind of calcium problem or something. And even with regular brushing her teeth 
mm. regular brushing her teeth are very prone to decay. So my kid's getting a root canal, and the doctor said is basically because of that. Like some teeth oh, yeah. come in just softer. I'm like, because I asked, I'm like, is it because he fucking eats too much candy? And he's like, no. He's like, that that would be all his teeth, right? This yeah. is like a couple specific teeth, or this one specific tooth. Yeah. A lot of times they just come in yeah, yeah. softer for whatever reason. Then did your dentist say? Does your son play any Minecraft or anything like that? He does. Yeah. Oh. Is that what caused it? Is that what caused the it? dentist. Oh, okay. We have to brush constantly, which is a pain in the ass. At four years old, she had to have all eight of her molars crowned and has fillings on her oh, teeth. Man. Very frustrating and very expensive. Dude, this dental shit that I'm like, tough, I'm getting man. done is super expensive. I can't imagine having to deal with that um, with all the teeth. But then mm. she says she deals with the people giving looks because everybody immediately assumes that you right. give your kid a shitload of candy and sweets and you caused it and that's the problem. When in reality, there's an underlying, underlying issue you know what? that I just, caused it. For one second, I want to go back. I remember I told a story like nine nine episodes ago about nope. a kid walking around a restaurant with a satay skewer. Yes. They went up to a dog. It was more than nine episodes ago. Okay, fine. The point is, is still, fuck those people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. I just need to make sure that we're still okay with like, no, go fuck yourself. Sometimes bad behavior is bad yeah, behavior. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to make sure we're still um, okay. Good. Jean Marie says that, that she appreciates our other podcasts that are more lighthearted and funny, but glad we're doing this one. Parenting with this extra layer can be overwhelming and also isolating because people tend to look at you and think you're crazy yeah. or you're overreacting or just a shitty parent. Goes back to what we um, uh, underscore J. I'm not sure the the her handle, but um, it it's about the support. You know, it's about un people understanding yes, the like, community, listen, the village, and and not and I think combined with parents who obviously don't understand. Or may parents not, just don't understand may not understand you can't you can't like you gotta you gotta separate yeah, you gotta yeah, move yeah, away yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're getting like oh you just gotta be a better you know more discipline which you is gotta, exactly what my parents would you say you gotta put your hand to the face talk to the hand and walk away y you know what that was really weak but i like that talk sentiment. to the hand yeah and if you're watching She's all that YouTube, and a bag of chips Right, it's getting worse as you you your your nineties. What are you gonna say? Pretty get hot, better. pretty hot and tempting. Fat. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what that means? I never heard that. Um, Casey Horrell says my kids, both my kids have had febrile febrile seizures, seizures which are yes. fever related, yes. with no lasting effects, but super scary. Yes, we need to keep scary. the kids away from people who have fevers. And then we have to dose them with Motrin around the clock until the risk has passed. So, like, I guess that's a something that can happen. Yeah, I'm not. This chronically. is this is not going to be. Good information for this particular writer, but but my oldest daughter had a febrile seizure early on. Oh, we th and we thought, you it, thought was it was fine. fever related, but it, it, it was no, no, no. It it was a hundred percent a okay. febrile seizure. Um, but you know now she has epilepsy. So listen, totally unrelated. Casey, so don't sorry worry. about that. That was a, I just had to say that because uh, we had been through that as well. But there's she said they had to rule out epilepsy. Right, the youngest has had about nine. So and oh. done a bunch with neurology wow. to rule out epilepsy. Oh, he'll be two in May. At least they'll grow out of it. Watching your son turn blue <laughs> shakes you up, though. Yeah, oh man. Oh my God, it's so scary. I can't. I'm. So, I feel so bad. That I is once, horrible. I, you that know is what else? It you know, all shakes you up. Ever. One time in college, I painted my face blue um, when I got really oh drunk, God. and I ran around, and I said, um, my name's Blue Man. I Honestly, you just described the, the first time I got really the drunk. Most, the most horrific. <laughs> you know, these kids turning blue, that's one thing. You being blue, <laughs> yeah. running around, BC. I hadn't even read The saying, Watchmen yet. Saying I'm, I'm a sorry, blue man. I'm just Watchmen. Is, is, honestly, it's horrific. No, I'm not a blue man. I'm Blue Man. No, no, no. I know. And you, you blew yourself, and you would okay. Watch pe your words. Pe people would be like, "You should record yourself." What was it? What is it that Bateman Tobias? says to him? Monitoring. You really, watch you your. You no, know, you should really record yourself. <laughs> and, he, and then he's recording himself. <laughs> oh. I went to blow myself. He's like, "No, nothing yeah, wrong no there. problem there." 
Um, don't bite your friend says we have one normal kid, quote unquote, and one with anxiety who requires therapy in home and in a clinical in a clinical setting. We struggle with finding balance between the kids and making sure they're both getting enough attention. Yeah. Like again, normal parent stuff, but with an extra layer of attention and care that needs to be placed yeah. upon it, and then just just awareness, right? Knowing like. There's underlying things that cause things to well, worse. And you know what's interesting is like the normal kid, like you don't know what the fuck. They're going to flip-flop. No. Maybe they like one's a good and one yeah, turns right. in great. And then the other one's like, oh, God damn it. Just um, like, you know what? Can't you just all be child stars? We make a bit of scratch. A little scratchy. And then, you know, then we figure it out after you're 12. So the, we make our money back. And then it's like, whatever happens, You're gone. Happens. And then divorce whatever the hell out of us. The underscore right with a W underscore time 2010 says, I used to work with children diagnosed with autism. Their parents are some of the most broken, but also strongest and most amazing parents I've ever had the privilege of knowing. I live with anxiety. And while I pray neither of my kids has it, I'm thankful to feel prepared. This but I mean, is, it is true. Is, it does make you stronger in many ways. Just well, I don't, it, but this it exhausts is a, you and stresses you out. But it's a very strange, I'm just going to, call this one this is a very strange comment some of them are the, mo- the their their parents are some of the most broken but also the strongest and most amazing parents i've ever met uh, they're both broken and strong. i think the beginning maybe breaks you a little bit and then you have to you know okay. then you have to recover and now they're stronger than ever i hope because so. they keep going yeah wow. maybe they're just broken. wow calling the right time 2010 out yeah jacques well, Tour says she has a brittle bone disease child Brittle bone disease results in fragile bones that break easily. It's typically present at birth, but it only develops in children who have a family history of the disease. You really, you really bolded. No, I just copied and pasted. Okay. I don't normally bold, but see that again. That's another. That's just a crazy. Yeah. The level of anxiety with that. I know. Must be insane. Oh my, you know, just being so protective and wanting to make sure that your kid's okay. They're playing. They're having fun. And, of course, you're sitting there going, Oh, shit. Don't have yeah. too much fun. Yeah. And you're like, Mom. What if he like, falls down? What if yeah. that happens? Ugh. So a bunch of people Sorry. offer suggestions for how to help. Actually, somebody, Torres Fam J, says, What is the best way, in your opinion, friends can help? I have a friend with four kids, one who has serious issues. I often, I offer to take one or more of the kids to lighten the load some days. But what else is there that can't you be know done? What? I mean, that's you a huge thing. You are a fucking thing. hero. Yeah. You're a hero. You're doing a lot. Applaud you. I mean, just that's just amazing. the fact that you have awareness of it and that you're willing that to amazing. offer and that stuff. I think that you know that's there, huge. there are people that have you know more or less kids. I mean, there are some people that have like multiple, like way more kids, and you're like, oh yeah, just give mm-hmm. us the give kid us some and, of those kids. And, you know, we'll give take me some them. of them. And then a lot of them are like, you know, no, because we, we sell them in the black market. And honestly, <laughs> you know, their their hearts in the right place yeah. as well as their wallet, which I like because of capitalism. But um, yeah, USA, I don't know. Yeah, USA. I don't know. So Laura Lynn MCD says one thing, good thing to do is to get help when it starts to show. I think she's referring mostly to something like ADHD or maybe even autism. Um, Don't wait. ADHD in particular, teens aren't as open to help. I mean, my kid is, I can't imagine at 15 dealing with my kid. He's so stubborn. But, you know, I think this is a really good, I think this is poignant because, um, you know, your son will have had so much experience with this that by the time. Just awareness of it, it, right? It's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, exactly. Well, it destigmatizes it. To be honest with you, it's like, oh, yeah, I have asthma. Yeah. I mean, remember when asthma, you you were the asthma kid? Yeah. Like an it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Those are Sorry, the days. Sorry, bring that up. Caitlin Wake days. says, "You know what? Those are the days when you can get eaten by a, a mythical monster, a clown, in a, that a turns sewer, into a spider, in a sewer somewhere." Caitlin Wake says, "Get that dang village everyone talks about, especially if you have more kids. You'll need the babysitting. I fucking need the babysitting. You know what? I need that village that she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, me too. Is Where is that village? I hope it's not the Emerald Forest, the movie I was talking about earlier. You know what? That movie was Powers such a, Booth. It was such a bad directed reference. by John oh, Borman." J underscore Z is back. She says, patients and a team of therapists and doctors make all the difference. If you find the right doctor or the right facility, yep. that does make a huge difference. Uh, La Bruja Aguerita wow. says, stress relief for yourself is important because there will be days you crack and the kids should never see it if you can help it. But yeah, you do need stress relief. Kara Shepman says, getting plenty of alone time is key. Again, it's the most I mean, precious commodity in the parenting I know, world. But th- that's really just, you're kind of laying it right at the, f- I mean, come on. You're getting alone. Yeah, no shit. That's what yeah, the whole no point shit. Of Sherlock, no shit. Shepman, we're we're on the brink of being yeah. like, why do we have all these kids to begin with? I just this is our alone alone. time, Pete. I treasure it. This is basically our alone time because once this is over, up there, that's their time. Some... Down here, oh this Goonies, is our time. look at you, Ashley Engleet X. Ashley Engleet X says this is a cliche, but taking it one day at a time and focusing on what you can't control. Which is very important, right? You need to realize there's some stuff that you just can't control and you just got to fucking deal with it. This is my life now and I'm going to do my best. Lego 1311 says, I teach students with exceptionalities. ASD, Down syndrome, cerebral. Is it cerebral or cerebral? Cerebral. Or cerebral palsy sometimes. Well, I just fucking asked you and you said it was one and then flipped. I just was reading the one. She said, and I want to give a shout out to all the parents of children with any exceptionality. It is incredibly hard to navigate the world of doctors and paperwork, but you are doing a great job advocating for your kid means being their voice and standing up for their rights, which can can feel like an uphill battle sometimes. That's a big one. You know what I mean? Celebrate the little achievements for both your child and yourself. That's actually really, you know, sometimes, you know, doctors in most cases just want to. Your kid is, like I said, your kid's jumping on the couch. Here's something to make him yeah. stop jumping on the couch. Right. Like problem solved, right? Like is your kid 100%. not jumping? 100%. But they're not really. Oh, and so I think being able to advocate. wasn't the problem solved. <laughs> advocating. You know yeah. what? But you're going to do it your whole life. I'm also saying avocados as well. I like avocados. and avocados. Dave the Red 16 <clears throat> says applied behavioral analysis therapy, ABA, for kids with autism has been life-changing. And uh, yeah. Taddy underscore creation said, it's so hard. School just treats him like a problem. You have to be his yeah. advocate. How about weed? This is weed for everybody. For Can the kids just, and the parents? Or CBD point, or THC? A fucking East Coast family. For as far Look, whatever as you got it. <laughs> <laughs> ABC, BB. <laughs> just fucking like give it. it all. Yama, yama, yama. I stole that uh, Bell Biv DeVoe CD when I was a kid. You did? Yeah. Did you From eventually Caldor. give it back? I did not. Okay. But maybe I should. You know what? Might Caldor, be in my garage. Caldor would have been in business to this day. <laughs> what about the <laughs> Fat Boys? Did you steal the Fat Boys? No, but I saw Disorderlies in the theater at a birthday party oh, okay. with with the kid who had Ridlin, who was on Ridlin in my Dis- elementary school, I disgusting. think. I also saw Funny Farm at a birthday party for him. Why are kids going to see Funny Farm with Chevy Chase? Because he's so angry. Mm-mm. And you know what? That's actually the, probably the closest movie to actually how Chevy Chase is. He was just Chevy angry. Chase? Remember Chevy Chase? Chevy he was Chase, so yeah. angry. You egg timer. All right. So look, we went through a lot of shit. We, have a, we had a lot. I had a lot of comments. I'm sorry if I wasn't able to get to yours. Longer episode than normal. Uh, more serious episode than normal because this required kind of a serious tone. And guess what? We can fucking do it. We can bring that serious shit if we have to once in a while. You know what? While. God damn. There are only Dick. like three movie references to that, and one of them was Goonies from you. So get off my back. No, you know what? I want to get on your back. Ew. 
Not the way you're thinking. I'm talking without my clothes. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Mm. All right, so we do want to uh, we're gonna wrap it up as usual, talking a little bit about some comments we got yeah. from uh, older episodes. Okay, remember. So, so if you go back and you, you watch listen, the live on YouTube, yeah, or or other Last episodes, or tell episode. people. Um, we did a live episode, which was a, a first, and I think was interesting. And we 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 were we we tried out some new gear, we tried out some new ideas, um, and we did a look back on 2019 and you know what it didn't go very well no it didn't um and sarge just came out of the gates and immediately just said are you in a storage unit shots fucking fired on my man nate's new nope. pad nope Fuck we're, you, sarge. we're in nate's we are in a storage unit of sorts um well, we see. are now human skin um fingernails handcuffs fingernails handcuffs yeah i feel found a few. you didn't did you go to hydrochloric the bathroom? acid is that the kind that dissolves did bodies? you go to the bathroom I yeah did, there yeah. was right next to the pert plus there was uh the pert plus yeah there was some so sarge also said to those of my fellow listeners who complained of the extended intro to the podcast fuck off i love the intro it is like an episode recap slash warm-up to this week's episode if you don't like it there is this thing where you fast skip ahead I mentioned that. I also want to apologize to Mike, Pete, and Nate. Attending your live video are rare for me because let's be honest, I have kids. It's a pandemic and must be fought off daily in order to get caught up on your live videos. There you go. That's a real what a pandemic. champion. What a champion. Just dealing Sarge with his is. kids. I forgive you for being a Yankees fan. You know what? Also, um, just that strong stance he takes. He did, yeah. Well, Man. you know what? He likes to hear his name mentioned. He's not going to take any guff from somebody who doesn't. You know what? He's the OG. And in all deference, we appreciate you, Sarge. We see Sarah you. Dawn says, You guys briefly discussed the expenses, expense of going to Disney resorts in the How Much Do Your Kids Cost episode. Yes. Which, fun fact, is awful when you re- also when you reference the movie Rad. <clears throat> You're welcome. And Pete said princesses, and Mike said it's Princess I. Not super funny. I think it was kind of super funny, but it still made me choke on my coffee. You need a P.O. box so I can get rid of that stupid. She wants to send Rad to me. She has this. rad. Yeah. Pretty sure my husband has the only copy in existence because that movie is garbage. You know what, Sarah? You had me <laughs> until the last sentence. She fucking trolled you. If I wait till I tell my brother oh my about God. this, the biggest rad the fan in the world. You. you know what? Just give her your P.O. box. I, you, you, I don't have one. You definitely have a P.O. box. I should I've find one. Your apartment. Um, I feel like we did these these. You know what? Ones. Guess who's going to Disney? I know. I saw Again. your dumb Instagram. This guy... And maybe my family might come as well. Can I go? Um, <laughs> sure. Actually, oh, that's thanks, not a big deal. Appreciate you it. Know what? We have more than enough room in our... We have one... You know, I don't want to be room. part of your family, right? And the sarcasm we, that's dripping off your fucking tongue right now. Yes. Ew. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. You know what? Pete's uh, getting loopy, guys. I'm getting loopy. But you know what? This is good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in the future, a bunch of you sent um, comments about uh, kids with allergies. Um, and my kid has a severe tree nut allergy. We're definitely going to do an episode about allergies um, at some point and how they've all been created by GMOs and also China, probably. Epigenetics. Right. It's called epigenetics, guys. Look okay. it up. And... I'm going to look it up because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Um, go give us a rating and uh, enjoy enjoy the first uh, week of 2020. We Thanks love for you. listening, guys. See you next time.